There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is Rob DeBank's A to Z of Festivals. Subscribe now and please remember to rate. Okay, so yeah, Bross, sadly, not at Download 2019, but maybe one of those headliners that you're talking about for 2021. You never know. You never know. Watch this space. Okay, uh, true or false, you sleep wearing a cowboy hat? I don't sleep wearing a cowboy hat, but obviously the cowboy hat comes out during Download. When I see people away from the event, everybody says to me, where's the hat? I said, no, 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 only wear the hat for download weekend so it's just those three days literally literally okay and is it and, always and, the same hat uh, I've got uh, interestingly enough I've actually got four started with one and then um, I'd people um, bought me bought me them as presents and I have actually somebody gave me it's actually Barry Clayman one of the guys I work with here he's actually given me a cowboy hat that belonged to John Denver wow yes I don't I don't wear it because obviously John Denver say, was yeah, a legend you need to walk around with five security guards and <laughs> yeah, exactly someone tried right. to steal it no no it's yeah. John Denver's okay cool um the uh, true or false the name download was originally coined um in the early 2000s when it was a kind of a bit of a dirty word i think it's fair to say and so uh, it was a rebellious name like now an 18 year old might be like download festival okay well that's that's a mp3 download or whatever whereas the initial kind of meaning of it is quite quite rebellious yeah i, I you know it's interesting at that at that time everybody was freaking out about downloading music for free and obviously, and yeah it was, it was all all around that period uh, obviously it was the artists and record companies that were really cheesed off about it whereas the fans loved it because they were were getting music for free we actually held a competition within the office on to come up with a name for this new festival and um one of the girls sylvia actually uh, in the office just came up with the name download and i think that it it was Nothing relevant to what was going on uh, in the music business at that time, but it just seemed to be the right name just to resonate uh, with what we were doing 
Um, did, just, Sil- did Sylvia receive a uh, cut of the? Uh, she doesn't, profits? but she did get something <laughs> for coming up with the name. She did actually. I can't remember exactly what it smarties, was. Uh, I think she got a few hundred pounds for uh, coming okay. up with it. It's almost like the guy who came up with the Rolling Stones lips logo. He got a little bit of something at the beginning, yeah. but he doesn't get any royalties now. Sylvia's still got that kudos. You know, she can walk around the site, kind of like yeah, yeah if she wants to, of course. And she did have those few hundred pounds, but yeah, it was a it was a one-off deal and offer. <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> and um, finally, on true or false, with Andy Copping from Download, uh, you had quite a good surprise guest on the first festival. I think it's fair to say, um, Metallica playing a secret slot. True or false? That is actually true. Yes, first year they played um, in the uh, on the second stage. A couple of interesting stories here. They they I can't remember the name. They they went under a pseudonym name, and even sent us a photograph of a false act that we're going to uh, play in that slot. So nobody knew about it. And even on the day when they played, there were people at the festival that hadn't, didn't and hadn't realised that Metallica had played. Uh, and I remember I was walking between the two stages and there was people just ambling along. And I said to them, Metallica are playing over on that second stage. And they were just looking at me thinking, no, they're not. And actually, they were. And the other thing is, I never actually paid them. They were supposed to get $500 for that show. Um, and they never came for the money. So they actually so paid Metallica, for if you're listening, Andy's got 500 quid right here for... Dollars. 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 Sorry, dollars. <laughs> yes. There's a bit of a thing here, Andy. You know, you've ripped Sylvia off on the name. It's, uh, never, never, never paid Metallica. I need to be careful. Still going strong. Yeah. Okay, cool. So that's um, cleared up a few true or falses. So, I mean, da- Download Festival, I think it's fair to say that people who know me, my radio shows, my festivals, you know, there's been a smattering of metal, um, you know, hard rock, rock, um, rock, but it's not my... I mean, I, weirdly, I grew up listening to a lot of indie and, and rock and stuff, but then went probably more electronic and, you know, just into other fields. So for me, I have to, I have to admit that this is probably the one festival where I... The, I know the least about some of the acts so and you know hopefully there's some people listening to this podcast that aren't that familiar with your festival as well as the hardcore that are so you know paint a picture of download 2019 2018 whatever you walk through the gates you know I think a lot of us wrongly think it's loads of hell's angels loads of people in black leather sweating in the sun being nasty to each other and throwing pints of cider around like but that is far from the truth, isn't it? It's very much far from the truth. I mean, interestingly enough, the people that have come that aren't from what you would uh, call the rock world, and, and certainly people, staff and the team that work work with me, um, when they've come to download, they've gone, this is like the friendliest festival we've ever been to. The fans are incredibly polite it's like you know you're you can be walking through the crowd and you can accidentally knock into somebody they apologize to you they everybody wants to get on it's one big happy family they're there for one reason and one reason only and that's the music they are ardent music lovers Um, we have to be incredibly careful on any of the messaging that we put out about the bands and the artists that are playing. If there's a spelling mistake or if we've got a date wrong, they are on us like a ton of bricks because, you know, they are uh, incredibly informed. They love their music. It's a lifestyle for them. Um, and one of the things is, 
it's really quite moving is you know the people that say when they're coming to download to them it's like going home when they walk through the gates and they go we're home that's an incredible feeling for us as festival organizers because that's the kind of vibe that we want to create and i was talking i was walking through the crowd um, a couple of years ago and um, uh, a woman came up to me she's got her two kids with her and um, she said oh I just want to say you know thank you for putting the festival on she said my son suffers from autism and doesn't go out and this is the only place where he comes and I can really see that he's being himself and I was introduced to her, to, to her children and the son actually said to me when this I feel I can be me here. Uh, I got quite emotional when, when I heard that, but you know, if that's what the festival is giving off and, and you know, allowing people to be who they want to be without being judged, being able to feel comfortable, then, you know, we are doing the right thing. I mean, we have a wide ranging of age groups from seven to 70, families come uh, to the event um, they literally they really buy into what we're doing and very very early on we um, we set up fan forums and uh, our website where uh, fans could write into us about the whole event what bands they want to see what improvements that they wanted the festival is for them it's really important that we give them a voice that we listen to them uh, and we did that right from the very beginning before other festivals even thought about it and in fact a lot of festivals have taken our lead which is great we should never ever lose sight of the fact that any event any festival out there it doesn't exist if you haven't got the fans you have to take care of the fans if you don't do that you haven't got an event so it's it's fair to say um that is it fair to say that kind of metal and rock is quite tribal and you know that there's a sort of obviously a look but also you know this sort of tribal thing to it and maybe that's why people feel like they're coming home because they can you know they're not worried about walking down the road in a Def Leppard t-shirt or with some sort of punk haircut and and getting getting shouted at you know or no not at all I mean you you, you're absolutely right I think it is it's definitely tribal and, and you know uh, what I've seen even over the years that we've been running download that uh, even within rock music there's the different genres and you know there'd be uh, like the emo kids and there'd be like the you know the real heavy metal fans and then there'd be the more AOR classic rock fans um, and there was a little bit of you know um, uh, how do I put it you know they weren't totally getting on but what we've seen with with download, and I saw the, the first year I really saw it was in 2009, where I was seeing uh, fans in Marilyn Manson t-shirts watching Def Leppard. And then I would see people in White Snake t-shirts going and watching Slipknot. And then you would go and see somebody in a, a ZZ Top t-shirt going and watching corn yeah and you're starting to see you know I, I like so. i remember looking going you know what that guy the, the guy in the marilyn manson t-shirt probably w- wouldn't buy a ticket to go and see def leppard live yeah but he'll go and but see him in the there. festival environment yeah, yeah. enjoy it and go do you know what 
I think I'm going to go and see Def Leppard <laughs> yeah, on yeah, their yeah. next tour, and vice versa. And we suddenly started to see all the the inner factions, those inner genres, really getting on. We're there for one thing, and that is the music. Let's talk about the bands and. Uh, I've seen it where fans have gone. You know, I went into the tent because I was going to watch such and such a band and I got there early. So-and-so was playing. They were amazing. They're now my new favourite band. That, to me, is possibly one of the best things that you can have happen to you as a festival promoter. You've introduced a new band to a new fan. Yeah. That's incredible. Um, and obviously it's great for music because it's giving these bands an opportunity to play in front of an audience that they wouldn't normally do uh, and most bands can deliver and I say it to the bands all the time just go out there and do your stuff these people they want to they want you to be great yeah. you know just go and impress them yeah, and, yeah. You, and you'll win them over and that is probably one of the jobs of a festival promoter to keep your festival going and to start with is to embrace the maybe the older fan who might be your core audience or might have been there 10 years before and you know but also looking over your shoulder and going actually what do the 18 year old kids want to hear and that's why you have the Slipknots on there with the the Antvorts and and the Slayers and the Def Leppards and you you have to kind of balance those things up so so on a a lighter note just the festival fashion thing because I'm sort of still probably fascinated by this kind of image that people have of of download and I must get there and it doesn't actually um interrupt my festival dates this year so I'll try and get there but um you know a lot of festivals it's the kind of hot pants the flowery necklaces and the you know that's the kind glitter of festival makeup, fashion. glitter the day, makeup the day glow yeah yes did you get do you get some of that leaking in or is it is it primarily you know you get a little a, a, bit a of look. it, Rob. You get a little bit of it, but for the most part, it is you know it is people are there in their their black t-shirts with their the bands on the front and the tour dates on the back. The first thing that they do when they come uh, is buy a festival shirt, which is you know we've been very lucky. We created in year one the download dog, which is yeah. the download mascot. Um, so I wanted to get onto that. Is that is that you dressed in that in that? Uh, I haven't done it yet. People keep asking me. There's been a number of people over the years that um, put on the download dog suit, and I think we're on costume number three. And the dog has kind of evolved over the years. So but does the dog walk around the site? Walks the around the site. Gets photographed with people. Uh, Ever gets stolen and carried no, on shoulders into the campsite? No, not or? at all. I think he got wrestled to the ground in uh, year two or three. Um, the bands love get being photographed with the dog. Uh, another thing that the fans do, which I don't know of any other festival in the world where this happens, where people get the download logo or an image of the download dog tattooed on their body. I don't see people with a Glastonbury tattoo. I don't <laughs> yeah. see them with a Coachella tattoo. But you will see hundreds and hundreds of people, and they come on our. Uh, social media sites 
all the time. Yeah. I just had a download tattoo. And it's incredible that a, a festival means that much to them. And some people have even, as the dog has changed slightly, they'll have three or four <laughs> back download to the dogs on them. Shop. Yes, I mean, literally. Oh, the dog's got new ears. Like. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, you won't believe me, but that was my next question because I, I actually put cakes, tattoos, what makes download festival goes the best in the world. Because if you if you do go on your on your Twitter feed or, or, or um, downloads, you know, people have designed the most incredible download cakes with full stages for their husbands, wives, girlfriends, boyfriends. Um, yeah, I saw some tattoos on there. I mean, we've had some festival tattoos over the years and you always think, guy, you know, do you really love it that much? And it's kind of, you're humble about it, but you sort of worry that people are... Um, you know, is it a step too far? But obviously, it's touching as well. I mean, it's really touching, I and mean, we, we we are incredibly lucky that people feel that strongly about the event. It it belongs to them at the end of the day. I know I said that earlier on. It is their festival. Um, we've never taken anything for granted. We've always listened to what the fans want. Some years do better than others, and a lot of that is down to, you know, who's available and who we've booked. But there's a real hardcore um, you know, group of people, a few thousand of them, quite frankly, that will come to download year in, year out, regardless of who, mm. we, who we book. So what, what is the capacity at the moment? Uh, we can get up to 110. Wow. Um, and, you know, we've hit that, uh, or very close to that figure, uh, on a number of years. Um, we're round about the, you know, 65 to 80,000 depending um, on again who we've got uh, got headlining so, you, this is, so you're one of the biggest festivals in the in the UK after Glastonbury and up there with Reading yes yeah and if you think about it I remember one year you know um, we'd we'd done a hundred and five thousand people at download and the same year Isla White had done just shy of 30,000. The press just wrote about Isla White and there was nothing about download. And I'm thinking, I've got over three times as many people at my festival on the same weekend, but you want to write about Isla White. And, and that's fine, yeah. no problem. But don't just, just ignore. Just a quick reminder, Andy, I do live on the Isle of Wight. Of course, so I do need to be careful. <laughs> no, no, no. But I just think. No, that I get it. And we, I mean, do you do you still think that you're sort of stymied a bit like that with with um, rock and metal? That definitely. You're a, you're a sideline side yeah, attraction, and it's not. Yeah, definitely, and and it is frustrating. And you know the the, the fans, they they kind of split. You know, a large majority of them will go. Well, actually, we don't want to be part of the mainstream. It's, we don't. Um, you know, we don't mind that we're, you know, not uh, in the tabloids. Um, and then there's another part of it goes, you know, we really should get some kind of rec recognition and not just, you know, push to the side yeah, for, side you know, other events that um, are really, you know, not delivering the kind of numbers that uh, Download does. Um, it is a frustration for me when the press don't want to write about us but are prepared to write about um, uh, other what I would perceive, you know, lesser events in terms of yeah. popularity. But that's normally, you know, pop star scene smoking a cigarette at, at this festival or so-and-so snogged so-and-so. It's kind of throwaway stuff. And yeah, if you're yeah. actually at the festival enjoying it, you don't want to read, be reading the papers anyway. So... I'm on I'm on your fan side. I think um, you know if the event's great and you're you're getting that many people, then 
up yours to the uh, yeah to, to the, the establishment. No, you are right. You are right. So so um, you know having that many people on site. I mean, I've never had more than sixty five thousand on site for one of our shows, but that that sort of terrified me. You know, it suddenly got into a different league of of sort of anxiety of like. Mm. Crikey, is everyone okay? And you know, is this area going to be okay? And you know, will, will this cope with that? And you know, do you, obviously you've been at that sort of level um, for a, for a number of years, so it's not a sudden thing. But do, do, do you still get the heebie-jeebies sometimes? I mean, definitely. I remember in 2012 when we had 70,000 people camping on the Wednesday before the actual gates opened. On the Friday, um, I mean, seventy thousand people physically camping two days before the event starts. <laughs> that was pretty harrowing, and then that was coupled with the most horrendous weather, um, which was—I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. It's really unfortunate. Um, so our team were really, you know, um, working hard to uh, make things happen. And I actually remember. Uh, in 2012 the health and safety wouldn't let us open the gates on the Friday because they said it was too muddy in front of the stage so we got a uh, you know like a tractor with a scoop on the front that literally scooped the top layer in front of the main stage and took it away and then we put down straw um, so basically, they'd taken all the mud away. We'd gone back to hard ground. We put some uh, straw down, and then health and safety said you can't open because that straw is now a fire hazard. Yeah, that was when we said um, we're now opening the gates. We've got a hundred and five thousand people wanting to come in to this festival. That is not a fire hazard, and <laughs> if you don't let us open the gates, we're going to have a riot on our hands. Yeah. So we actually, rightly or wrongly. I personally think, rightly, we overruled health, health and safety. We felt we'd done what we needed to do. Mud in front of the stage is is a big risk. But when you've got rid of that and you put straw down just to, you know, maybe soak up any last bit of moisture, and they say it's a fire hazard, you're like, guys, yeah. wake up. Yeah, no, I've, I mean, we've been all been in that situation as festival promoters where you do everything you can and then you've it's pouring down before you even open the gates and you've got often you've got a beautiful green site because no one's actually walked on it but you're being told that it's too wet to actually yes. kind of walk on and then you let everyone in anyway and it um and people get on with it don't they and that's that's they the, do. the they're very resilient i think if people when they come to an event and we found this with download it's almost as if whatever you throw at us does it, you know we're here we we're, we're here for yeah. this event this is us, we're being a, one with the bands that we've come to see. We're we're meeting up with old friends. We're making new friends. It's like it's that community spirit, and yeah. I think you know most festivals do have that. I mean, I, I'm certainly the ones that you're involved with, and 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 what we have with Download, that community spirit is it's incredible. It yeah. doesn't matter, you know, if they're if it's siling down with rain or if it's blazing hot sun or whatever. It's like we're here. This is our home. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yeah. This is Rob DeBank's A to Z of Festivals. Subscribe now and please remember to rate. Okay, cool. So um, let's go through um, just uh, some of the acts for for 2019, and then we're going to go into a little bit of a history. Because reading through your history, then you know, I wanted to talk to you about your best and worst things, and obviously, you know, weather is is it's largely down to that. Um, you know, those experiences and stuff. So, so 2019. Just give us a cu- couple of sentences on each of these acts. Uh, Def Leppard. Uh, Def Leppard, yeah, incredible band. We did a tour with them last year, which was uh, the Hysteria tour, which is obviously their biggest selling album. People forget that in the mid '80s, uh, Def Leppard were like the biggest band in the world. They had um, two albums, Pyromania, then followed by Hysteria, which both sold over 10 million copies. Uh, now that was unheard of back then. Um, and when they um, did the tour for Hysteria last year, which was a huge success, they played to over 135,000 people in the UK, the biggest tour they've ever done. I said, why don't you come back, do it one more time at Download? And the band were like, yes, we're in. And they still can't spell. Yeah. Um, Slipknot. <laughs> uh, Slipknot, well, they're back. Um, new record, uh, that which they have been leaking out very cleverly. Um, with some great imagery. Uh, the band have, have played Download um, a few times um, and I think they're going to be incredible this year. They've come back really, really strong with a great record. They're here with a whole new stage set, new masks. I was going to say, yeah, we're we going to get some new masks. Yeah, there's new, <laughs> new masks with Slipknot, so okay. yeah, it's going to be fun. Watch this space. Uh, Tool. Tall, incredible. They haven't been. Uh, they haven't toured the UK since 2007. The last time they played Download was 2006. Um, there's a new record coming from them. They've been leaking out just little snippets of the music, which is totally tall. Um, the fans, I think, are going to be in for a real treat. Uh, and it's there's two or three times over the last five six years I've tried to get them to come and play. Um, and we've been very close. It was actually close a couple of years ago, but they decided not to come to Europe in the end. But finally, yeah. they come in, in for a real treat. And what a great band to close the festival with. And uh, Slayer. Slayer. This is going to be the last ever UK show of Slayer. 
They've wow. chosen Download to be, um, you know, the venue that they do that. It's going to be incredible for the fans. They're headlining the second stage on the Sunday. Um, they, I know that they're going to be bringing all the bells and whistles, but ultimately with Slayer, it's about the power and the onslaught of the music and. You're going to see that for the last time at Download this year. Wow, that is exciting. Okay, so just with my non um, non metal sort of rock hat on, if I turned up at, um, at uh, Download 2019 and you know I was maybe I was a guest of one of the bands or something, and I, I you know it wasn't my the festival I'd necessarily have chosen to go to. Is is there other music on site that I can listen to? Do you have like um, electronic music? Do you have um, you know is there like a, a folk tent for people that have uh, hung within up their the, rock headphones within the within the main arena it's mostly i mean there's a good breakdown of the different kind of genres the third stage the avalanche stage is very much more on the um, you know on that pop punk you know i hate to use the word you know softer level but easier on the ear um we've got a lot of, a lot of things happening um off-site in the campsites the different um, uh, evening entertainments that we have there whether you, know, you can wa- be watching movies in the movie tent we've got comedy going on um, you've also got the, the different uh, you know club nights going on uh, in and around the campsite and what we call the village um, so there's there's always a, a number of different things that you can do the guest area is great hanging out there getting away the fairground is the, the literally something to be done if you don't want to go and have your ears blown off by <laughs> real heavy rock band yeah I mean I was I was reading you've got the boardy barbecue boardy take yeah. overnight football tournaments pub quiz yeah. so yeah you, you've got the, the music but it's there's lots of other, other things village. going on as well yeah and, and in actual actual fact and, and we get this when people go oh I don't want to go and watch such and such and band suddenly 30 people will come on the website and go well that's fine why don't you go to this we've got this going on I was one year I went there were a couple of bands one after the other I wasn't really interested in watching I just walked around the site I found this it's the, the, so many other things that you can do while you're there okay and, and when you were you were talking there about Slayer having chosen download to do their last ever UK show you know competition is one of the things that keeps us up um, keeps us awake at night as, as promoters what what um, you know if Slayer were looking at the UK festival um, market, what, what else is your competition? What would they have chosen if it hadn't been you? Well, the, uh, I guess Reading and Leeds they could have done. Um, they definitely could have done Bloodstock Festival. Um, there's, you know, maybe, you know, Boomtown might have taken a, a, a run at it as, as something a little, yeah, bit, yeah. A, a little bit different and because it was going to be Slayer's last show. I started talking to them very, very early on. And the and the other thing that you've got to remember is the affiliation that the festival has with a lot of bands. Bands grew up with Donington being the Monsters of Rock Festival and the only festival that was around at the time. Glastonbury before it became um, uh, what it is now. You know, there was Reading Festival, but it was very much more on that, you know, that... Uh, kind of indie punk rock tip there was no rock festival as such so bands were brought up on monsters of rock and basically download has become the uh you know the, the, the bastard child if you like of 
of, uh, of of Monsters of Rock. We brought it. Well, what I say is we brought Monsters of Rock kicking and screaming into the modern age. Yeah. But a lot of the you know what you would class as the uh, more heritage acts, they want to play at Donington. I.e., they've played it. And they've played Download before and loved it. Got a real affiliation with the fans, but also the you know the, the historic factor of the fact that that is the site where Monsters of Rock took place. No, totally, absolutely legendary. So I mean, not not going on a, on a downer at all. But reading through your uh, through the yearly kind of breakdown, there seems to be an awful lot of bands that have somehow either had a, a member fall ill or not turned up or or missed that got lost on the way or members something's happened to them like Slayer arrived on time in 2004 but their equipment didn't Soil got lost on the way to Donington missed their main stage appearance and, and then the biggest news was um, Lars Ulrich was rushed to hospital for Metallica yeah. and so did someone else have to yes that was it. In really for- interesting so basically in 2004 the Metallica were headlining and I remember I was walking around uh, the site mid-afternoon and I got a call saying uh, where are you you need to come uh, back to um, the production and then when I got there back to production and they said um, Lars isn't here and I went don't be stupid what do you mean he's not here he said, no, Lars isn't here we've got two choices either the band don't play or they're going to try and put a set together with guest drummers and I, I just remember saying, well, I mean, I'll take the second option, but surely that's impossible. It's half past four in the afternoon. They're due on stage in, you know, three and a half hours. Like, how are they going to do this? Anyway, they literally had a porter cabin and they were rehearsing drummers. They were coming in. There were one or two drummers that... Didn't actually felt the they, were, they yeah, weren't yeah. up for it and said look you know I can't do this it's too big uh, there were two guys there was Dave Lombardo who was the drummer of Slayer at the time and Joey Jordison who was the drummer of Slipknot the beauty of Joey Jordison was the fact that he'd been in a Metallica's covers band previously <laughs> so he knew a lot of their set Dave Lombardo is an incredible drummer so anyway those two and the drum uh, the drum tech for Lars uh, Metallica's uh, normal drummer um, they all filled in and did it together Joe Jordanson did most of the set and it was incredible I remember the band walking on stage the three of them uh, saying to the crowd listen Lars has gone to hospital this is the situation we're in we're going to put a set together for you with friends of ours um, I hope you'll support us and basically, the fans saw a Metallica set that they will never, ever yeah, yeah. see again. Super group. It was literally like a greatest hits. You got Joe, you got, uh, uh, Joe from Slipknot wearing the Slipknot mask, playing with Metallica. Amazing. And and then, um, as if, yeah, it, was, it couldn't get any worse. Then 2006, Corn um, vocalist Jonathan Davis rushed to hospital, and you had a load of vocalists from yes. Slipknot and. Uh, there was, yeah, there was uh, uh, Slipknot, Skin Dread, Avenged Sevenfold. It, I remember knocking on the dressing room doors saying, do you, know, around? do you know any corn <laughs> songs? It literally was like that. And, and they're, they're looking at me like I'm some kind of, you know, some kind of idiot. And it was, <laughs> a lot of them knew the same song. 
So it was kind of, you'd, you'd, well, I've actually already yeah, got somebody you, doing, yeah, that we're doing that one. Yeah, we're doing that one. I tell you, they pulled it off. And again, the fans got to see, you know, Corn with all these different vocalists. You know, there was Matt from Trivium, there was Matt from Avenged Sevenfold, there was Benji from Skindred, you know, there was uh, Corey, uh, Corey Taylor from uh, Slipknot and Stone Sour. Um, I mean, it's amazing how we pulled that off. Uh, let me tell you. People say every year, it's like, oh, you know, what's the special thing that's going to yeah, happen yeah, this year? You could do Let it, me yeah. tell you, the special thing that's going to happen this year is nothing's going to go Everyone's wrong. Everyone's going to be there. Yes. Okay. And I'm really not focusing on um, sort of mishaps or stuff, but people do love hearing about the uh, the fun stuff that happens. So um, also in that year, 2006... Um, Guns N' Roses headlining, bottles, um, some bottles were thrown at the band and Axl Rose, uh, I think he slipped over, a bottle hit the bassist and it all got a bit argy-bargy yes. on stage and then yes. it all ended really well, but do you remember that? I do, Were you very watching much. that from the side of the stage? Well, this was the, it, it was kind of, there was a, a catalogue of things that weren't going right. The first thing that actually did go right is that we got the band on stage on time. That was the first thing. Then they, they, they open with Welcome to the Jungle and it's all going up and I start seeing people look up into the lighting rig because um, obviously there'd been some pyro going off and everybody's panicking and, 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 and like, you know, what's going on? And we're looking up at the lighting rig and they're, they're basically the riggers were in the lighting rig and the pyro had gone off right underneath them. So they were like, almost caught fire and they needed to get down before the second lot of pyro <laughs> off again so this this, this sailing down in front of Axel Rose. Was, it was <laughs> mental so they were put in the wrong place then Axel had got these which is it's quite hilarious Axel was wearing like these cowboy boots and was slipping on the stage which was really affecting him because he's running around and he's slipping on these cowboy boots and I just remember him going running off and then this message came has anybody got a pair of size nine trainers that Axel can wear? So it's all going around. And the next minute he comes out with, I don't know where he got these trainers from. <laughs> Looked like they were from the you cash. size nine? <laughs> Not, no. I've got smaller feet than that, thank God. And he's, he's wearing these trainers that look as though they've been bought from the cash and carry. But at least he wasn't slipping over. But oh, it was one thing after another. The bass player left the stage, wasn't going to go back on. It was, uh, yeah, it was really, it really ended. It, it all ended, ended well, well in the end, thank well. goodness, what, yes. Uh, Guns N' Roses rider, any fun fun stuff on there? Do you know what? Their rider is actually pretty, sim- uh, pretty simple. Um, they know what they want, but it's no different from um, a lot of other bands. Obviously, we had Guns N' Roses uh, play last year in 2018. Um, they actually went on stage early. I mean, in all the years, totally unheard of. I mean, they were nearly finished by just after 10 o'clock, which was incredible. (laughs) Actually Um, wanted to get an early night, a cup of oval tea. It was, I think it was just, it was, everything was very relaxed. Everything was totally laid back. They just came, did their set and they were done. Amazing. Okay, cool. Just a couple of... um couple of sentences on on these um these things happening uh steward 0836 manning the main stage at the festival um making the devil's horn gesture and then him becoming part of the lineup for the next year do you remember that i do yeah and it was really again that was um i think the weather 
the weather was really bad and he was he was kind of motivating the crowd so he's there and he's got like his high vis on with his, with his number on there and he's there's music playing over the PA and he's just cajoling the crowd just you know trying to uh, get them up they engage straight away and they're chanting his name and then he'd set up this Twitter account he's got, he's got thousands of followers and then we were getting how he's like you know can you make sure that security guy is there for next year uh, and he came um, quite the celebrity yeah he needs to be in the dog outfit I think yeah probably <laughs> does okay um, American heavy metal band Machine Head breaking the festival record for the most circle pits happening during one song with a reported 29 pits happening at once um, that sounds quite scary. I, I have to and say, when you see that from the stage, it is an incredible sight. I mean, it is literally, you are watching Human tornadoes of yeah, people. Yeah. That's literally what it is. They're going round and round and round, all these circles within the crowd. And it is like these, and they're all different sizes. And it's like all these wheels all going round of humans. Um, just incredible. I mean, we've we've seen that o- over the years with 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 most most of the bands. You know, let's get a circle pit going. And this is another thing about the the download fans. And we say, if anybody falls over, you pick them up. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't matter how rowdy it is. If somebody goes over, you pick them up. Uh, and, and so you always, when you look at it, you think, oh my god, I don't want to be in the middle of that. But actually, the way that that the rest of the people are in the pit. Everybody's got each other's back. If yeah. you're going down, we're picking you up. Yeah. Well, I've booked um, in honour of you guys. I've booked some um, some metal bands for for Camp Festival this year, and I've actually got a earache takeover oh, with Napalm Death and Lawnmower Death. So uh, fabulous! Should I be looking forward to that? You should indeed. And you know what? Both of those are, are great. Barney, who's the singer in Napalm, he's going to be very happy by the way because he's a huge Aston Villa fan who have just oh, made, yeah, 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 just yeah. got into the Premiership. Yeah. He's a really really lovely guy, and the guys from Lawnmower Death. Well, I've had it download four or five times now. Their set is such fun to watch. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, you, you, you're in for We've a treat. Gone out on a limb there with the family show and uh, yeah. heavy metal, but okay. And just um, just to, we, we, we've we've um, eaten up so much time, and I could talk to you for hours about this because I love all these stories. But um, you've also expanded internationally. Yes. And, and I mean France. I you know when you're walking down the Champs-Élysées you don't see that many kind of Slipknot fans or um I just don't see France as a, as a metal territory but is that a big no it is a, a big metal territory obviously there's a Hellfest uh, festival and obviously we launched Download there one thing I wanted to do was I really wanted to secure um you know the 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 status of the festival in the UK first before expanding out um, and once I felt reasonably comfortable, you know, we, we knew where we were with the UK. Uh, we went into France, we've gone into Spain, uh, we've gone into Australia. In fact, Australia did two this year, did one in Melbourne, one in Sydney. We've expanded into Japan. We are looking at um, other markets as well. We'll do it at, a, at, a, um, at the right pace. There's no hurry for us to have 30 downloads throughout, uh, throughout the world. But if we find the right market that needs it um, and that the fans want it, I mean, Download Australia, literally that came about with a campaign online um, 
to get download in Australia. Uh, and you know, we heard the call in, and, and we uh, we we launched over there in 2018. Um, so yeah, it's people world, power. It is people power. I wouldn't say we're going for total world domination, but if we can get <laughs> you know a few more downloads in in markets that um, you know that want them, then then we'll do it. Oh, well, congratulations on that on that amazing uh, story and the success of all of them. And um, big salute to all the download fans that are listening. I'm hoping to uh, join you at this year's festivities. Please uh, come. Be nice to me, please. Be, yes. be gentle. And yeah, we'll see you down the front. Thank you so much to Andy Copping from Download. Thank you. This is Rob DeBank's A to Z of Festivals. Subscribe now and please remember to rate. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.